0: You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason.
1: It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the Game, yeah, Building the Game.
2: Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today I, I don't know why I did that voice. It's still we're going on though. It's a Monday, March 4th. It's 2019. It's episode 353. That's it. That's what we've got. Thank you everybody for listening to the show. If no. No, we got to talk first. We got to go to the do show we, before we do the closing. I not ready. Hey, let's talk about soda. Hey, it's it's uh jason it's the year of pablo it's the year of pablo it's the, the year of pablo heard, continues we've got
0: another soda here i'm gonna while you to pour say, for 2020 um that is still up for grabs the year of it could be the year of anyone it could be the year of it could be the year of matt riddle hashtag riddle sucks it's always the year of riddle but matt riddle matt riddle i'm gonna put a challenge out to you baby here's the deal uh uh-huh. you do something just as cool as pablo did we'll make next year the year of riddle and we won't say hashtag riddle sucks for 12 whole months (laughs) i can say this because there's no way he'll come through because he's a loser but um yeah anyways that's that's my plan okay
2: so uh we're drinking it is
0: pink oh my goodness it is pink
2: it is pink it's it looks great okay we have here uh we have um
0: uh guarana i think it's jesus it looks like jesus to me i yeah i mean it's it's spelled jesus but i assume well again that's spanish i in. Portuguese, right? Because he's from Brazil, so yeah, it'd be Portuguese. You're right. I don't, I don't know. Let's say Jesus, because that just feels right. Right, being South America. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be funnier if it was Energy Jesus, like you know, or or like <laughs> like you know, like like happy or or uh, party Jesus. Let's let's say it's Party Jesus Soda. That's I, weird. I don't know why, but I just uh, yeah, I think that'd be funny. There's a there's a a, a beer called uh, Scary Jesus Rockstar. That's pretty good. I think that's uh, it's right. a Scotch ale. Anyway, uh, Jesus, a huge brand in Northeast Brazil. This is what Pablo says. It's a huge brand in Northeast Brazil. It is also made from Guarana. They are so big in that specific Brazilian region that Coca-Cola bought the brand to corner the market.
0: Yeah, it go. happens a lot. Yeah, how is it? I haven't tried it. Oh, okay, smelled right, it smelled it. It's go. a nice effervescent smell. It smells a little bubblegummy.
2: It does. Yeah, let's see.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh no! That yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's sweet. It's fruity. It does it's, like, it's a different flavor though? Yeah,
2: it it's more fruity than the other stuff that we've we've tasted. More more conventionally fruity, and it really does smell like bubblegum. It Doesn't taste so much bu- like bubblegum. It doesn't. It, the way that it smells
0: and the way it tastes are completely yeah. different. Yeah, it's good though. I like that.
2: Yeah. I could eat, uh, eat. I could drink a lot of that.
0: Um, yeah, it's got a nice,
2: it's a nice nice can too. Yeah, the it,
0: can has actually got some nice yeah. design on yeah, it. so cool. all right. Right,
2: another win here. Yeah. Another. So we've
0: not had any that we haven't liked. Oh no, yeah. No, and what's interesting those... is many of them have just been very different. Right. That's what yeah. I have liked about it. Yeah, I agree with that. Hundred percent. Been very, very
2: refreshing. Hmm. Mm. So what's new with you, man? What's oh, going on?
0: What is new? Stuff. Nothing then. So, yeah. Um. Stuff. Stuff. Stuff uh i decided i'm gonna go to grand con this year okay so yeah Good. i wasn't gonna go so if for those of you who know grand con grand con is um it's our local con uh, it's our local con we love it uh but it's kind of on a year, rotten weekend this yeah year. they put it on um they put it on uh what is it labor day weekend yeah yeah so or memorial day i don't know which is which uh, it's it, memorial day it's, yeah. yeah so it's the september weekend it's that one uh anyways so, so no that's labor day I, what is whatever it is it's my anniversary weekend that's okay. all I know you should know them. Anyways, I know the date I don't know what it's called so you're not planning on it but um, I'm gonna go anyways because yeah. Neil was like "Are right, really you're not gonna go and I was like no I'm gonna go so uh, so I'm going up there with Neil and then uh, I think our friend Kelly uh, is gonna also stay with us uh, very good Neil found a place for us to stay that was super super swing we're get Airbnb we are Ooh. with like a super good discount because Neil's really smart about that stuff so good. yeah so anyways so he found us a good place um uh, so I think we're all squared away with that. Um, so that'll be fun. Good. Uh, it's always fun to see the people yeah. and do the things. But uh, I- I'm really bummed about the weekend. Uh, like, you won't be there. Uh, Corinne's not going to be there because well, she'll be at Dragon bad. Con because
1: she's going to oh. do better at dragon con yeah, than definitely. she is at yeah.
0: grand con no offense grand con but uh that, that's anyways. atlanta right
2: dragon con atlanta yeah yeah okay yeah. so i think there could be another there, i am probably wrong there might be another dragon con somewhere else but
0: atlanta is but that's the dragon con dragon, yeah. yeah
2: the dragon con. i'm probably wrong so um, i don't know whatever Doesn't We We
0: need to get our crap together about origins buddy so, oh, yeah, that's June because right? like I'm ready to go for the whole time. Again. Okay, Neil's yeah. gonna be there. Uh, Neil and I are gonna be trying to show our game off over there. Okay, um, yeah, so just make some plans. Yeah, is badge registration open? Oh, probably. I think they already sold out of hotels and stuff, dude. Pretty yeah? sure you uh, can do everything. So, well, 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 I mean, we're gonna stay. We already said we're gonna stay a ways Uber out, in, out yeah, yeah, ways, yeah. Yeah. So, because if we stay a ways out and Uber in, I mean, we're pretty much on the same schedule. If it's just us, it doesn't really matter yeah. when we're going in and coming yeah. out. So, okay. um, yeah, we got to figure that out. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. And I did check. Neil's going with his family, so he's too good for us, as, as he should I mean, be. I he, so, he is too yeah. good for us. Right? <laughs> Way too good for us. I don't us, know why yeah. he spends so much time paying attention to us, frankly. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, cool, cool stuff. Yeah. Good. Um, what else? What's new? We need to get badges, but other than that, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're fine. Okay. Uh, what else is new? Um, finally have all the artwork back, mostly for that secret game project. <laughs> you so should talk about that at some point. Yeah, I should. So... Yeah. Uh, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna add the extra thing, so I'm excited about that. So, oh, okay, good. The, you know the thing, yep. the, the special thing, right? I remember. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Good. I'm just gonna pre-order that and just assume the Kickstarter is gonna go well. It's gonna be great. It's gonna go great. So I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, and then uh, Corinne and I met on. Uh, so I I'm not gonna talk about details, but Corinne and I are working now on a game that we're gonna put out later. Well late this year early next year we'll do a kickstarter for it Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah we're teaming up on that um so that'll be fun yeah i don't remember what i've said about it before but that's what i know it's gonna be it's a really fun game and it's gonna have amazing freaking artwork which is duh so yeah great um yeah so there's that we just met about that and uh, she had some fantastic ideas about how to make it even more awesome, so I'm pretty excited about that. Great. Uh, so probably get her on the show at some point to talk about it. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so.
2: kind of a shame we haven't had her on sooner. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, and we're gonna get Neil on the show at some point here too, so oh. that him and I can I know, uh, so that him and I can talk about um, uh, the game we're working on together and kind of give you guys a rundown of that because I'm pretty confident I've never pitched that game on the show uh it's way different now it's way better i was like this is a really good game and now that neil's been working on it, i'm like this is no this is a really good game um yeah the, you were working on this grand con two years ago wasn't it uh last no not grand con uh origins last year is when i first showed this no that was gen con gen con last year because i sat down and played it with the st louis crew and they uh, all had okay. really good thoughts on it and then i showed it to um i, I showed it to neil at at Grand Con, I mean at Gen Con. No, Neil wasn't at Gen Con, was he? I don't know. I showed it to Neil, and he was hooked on it. He was like, "I want to, I want to work on this with you." And I was like, "All right, great." Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, so we're doing that. Okay. Uh, what was I gonna say though? Oh, wait, so I said to Neil tonight, "I say, hey Neil, I need a topic for tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna talk about Neil's topic." Neil, listen, this is <laughs> this is why you're too good for us. So, give me a topic. Throw out a topic, right? He replies back, I forgot about this. I forgot this is why I stopped asking Neil for topics. Because uh-huh. he throws out the same topic every time. He says, I really would like to see you guys talk about solipsism. And I don't even know what that is, right? So he just he defined it for is me. That, is that lip cancer? <laughs> it sounds like it. No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna let me read what he said he actually wanted us to talk about. We're gonna talk about it for a second here. Okay. Then we're gonna go to the real topic. Uh, and I only laugh because I was like Neil, you've you've met us, like um, <laughs> you know that we are
2: incapable of having an intelligent conversation. Period. Least,
0: yeah, let alone about something we don't understand pretty much at all. Uh, oh yeah. So I said, hey, what's a good topic for to talk in the show tonight? He said, I always recommend the general idea of solipsism, but I think I've I think based on some stuff I've been thinking recently, the better way to phrase it is the topic as. Uh, what's the point of passing judgment, not merely having an opinion on things you're not an expert in. And even if you, even if you are, when there's no award being given out, why bother? And I was like, okay. And then we went back and forth a few times and then I'm not going to, I'm going to spare you that. Uh, we basically just insulted you a lot, Rob. Um, that's fine. Uh, but I'm just kidding. Uh, but then uh, I said, you know, when I asked most people what topic we should talk about, they're like, "Hey, you should talk about this mechanic." And he replied back, "I've leveled up." And I said, "But well, Rob and I are still two dunderheads." Dot dot dot. And then he stopped offering uh, solutions. So mm-hmm. so then I moved on. Um, yeah. But then, uh, thanks to something stupid, Matt Riddle said, <laughs> "Shocker!" No, this is a true story. Uh, I was I asked for questions on Twitter. Uh-huh. Wait 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 wait. I, I want to backtrack for a second. So so Neil said we should we should talk about.
2: Why try if no one will ever appreciate
0: it? (laughs) No, that's not what he said. Is that what he said? He said, why judge something? Uh Uh-huh. Why pass judgment on something? Okay. If you're not an expert, and even if you are, why pass judgment? And then he basically said, assuming there's no prize for passing judgment, like it's a contest. So Uh,
2: why why judge something if you're not qualified to judge? So,
0: or even to say, he said, why bother ever judging anything? To say like... This game is poorly designed. Uh-huh. And those are actually funny because those are actually his words, uh, uh-huh. which is poorly designed, but you know what I mean. All of my games right? are poorly designed. <laughs> Literally. Sometimes, <laughs> twice as. Um, so anyways, and I get what he's saying, right? Because here's the deal, right? Like, we You don't need to pass judgment on anything Like to say, like, that game sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what you should be saying is, I think that game sucks, or sure. that game sucks for me. Or a nicer way to say it would be, I don't care for that game. Right. But I you think know. that's
2: implied in 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 that statement. This that game sucks. Right. That's what what you're saying is, I I think that game sucks. That's my opinion. I think I think saying that out loud is unnecessary, unless you're in a position of power or, or right. authority.
0: It depends right? because like I've said that I really can't stand the game Diamonds, and I'm in like I think it's a bad game. I think I do it's too. A, but you and I are the only people in the whole world, Rob, that think that. Everyone right. else thinks that game is amazing. Right, and that's so that's our opinion. Right. So Which if is somebody why says, it's hey, "What do you think?" Say. Wait, if
2: somebody brings up diamonds in the conversation, I'm going to go, "Yeah, di- yo, dude, diamonds sucks. <laughs> do you want to play a good game? Just play hearts." <laughs> no. Okay, that's what I would say. And they would go, "Well, that's just like
0: your opinion, man." And I'll go, "You're right." <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh Diamonds and Hearts, I mean it's they're a lot alike, but it's the same yeah. game. Only Diamonds has an Super extra powers. piece of card. has some it's, superpowers you can do. It's dumb. Uh, honestly just play hearts. The thing is like or I Or play Euchre. I actually get what um what the designer was going for. No, with, no, no. Um, no yeah, 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 And we can say these things about diamonds because the designer doesn't care uh, because... Yeah, he doesn't uh, know who we are. No, and he's super famous, and he's right. made all his millions, so... Yeah. <laughs> millions, it's game design. But anyways... He made all his thousands. Yeah, he made his thousands. <laughs> As a game designer. <laughs> um But anyways, no. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is the fact that I don't like it, it's an unpopular opinion, and uh-huh. um, I, I see what he was going for with that game. I just... I don't think he's not for us. Honestly, I feel like he did with that game what I do with a lot of games, which is where I'm like, I'm going for this thing. And people like you missed it. Yeah. And I feel like if if my name or your name or someone else's name who's not him was attached to that game, no one would have cared.
2: I agree with that. I, people would have said, "Oh, it's a very, it's a hearts variant." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's fine, and then everyone would have moved on, and no one would have yes. published it. That yes, that's
0: exactly my opinion. Yes. Of it. So, and and it's not a bad game. I like. No, it's like, it's not a game for me. I right. just and I love that type of game, but not that one. Yeah. So yeah, I think we,
2: we we give it a harder time than it deserves, but also I think it's it's loved more than it deserves. Right. Right.
0: That's my opinion. I've never felt more like Matt Loomis than when I played that game, where I was like. <laughs> Every choice is obvious. There's like a list of things you can do, yeah. and there's always the correct order to do them in. But
2: are you having fun? Right. If you're having fun, then who cares? I, I would was, say no, I'm not having. Yeah, fun. I
0: was like, actually, but I'm also
2: not having fun. But a lot of people would say, "Oh yeah, but I am having fun." So because uh, yeah. that's yeah. the argument it gets met, right? But are yeah. you having fun? Right, right. Well, I'm not. Okay. Everyone right. else is.
0: And I've made that same exact argument against Love Matt, you, Matt as well. So, um, you know, that, but it's fun, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, right? right. um, but see, I think Matt gets that. Matt understands that oh, a yeah. game can be perfectly sure. balanced and not be fun. Yeah. And a game could be unbalanced and be fun. Um, I just think he'd rather it was balanced yeah. because, we, all, because all. it computes better that way. And I get that. Right. We, we all know way.
2: about f- perfect balance versus fun balance, right? We all right, know about right, that. Right, yeah. right,
0: right. We get that. But anyway, so yeah. Um, why pass judgment? Uh, don't. Just Because be it's nice. fun. Because we're human beings and and that's what we do. Neil, I think we shouldn't pass judgment. I think we should be nice people. But as I told you in those text messages, Rob's a jerk who likes to judge things. So yeah, <laughs> I didn't say that.
2: Well, hey, not even Guarana Jesus is, is allowed to judge anybody, okay? <laughs> that's great, Rob. That's <laughs> great.
0: Um. So anyways, let's talk about a topic. So last week- topic? Last week, Rob was a big downer. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, Rob was like, "What's the point of doing anything ever? I might as well just give up." Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's not true. But you, you were just kind of down, and that got me thinking. So, uh, feeling my feelings. So I tweeted for topics. Well, actually, I I tweeted for questions, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes. Because when we tweet for topics, half the time, the topics people send are a good question, but they can't fill the time. And half the time we ask for questions, it's the opposite. So I just ask for questions and figure out what would happen. And uh, Matt Riddle replied back and said, why does Rob hate everything? Probably because he just listened to the last episode. Uh, And I know he did because he messaged you about it. So so anyways, uh, I I joked that that's just who you are or something. I don't know. But then it got me thinking like... Like why Why do we design games? Like yeah. Why? What makes Rob Couch or Jason Slinger, or any other game designer, sit down and say, I'm going to design a game today. I want to design games. Um, so that's kind of the first question. I have a second question, but that's kind of the mm-hmm. first question. And I'm just going to throw the second question out there too, because I think we may answer it along the way, and sure. I want credit for asking it. So um, <laughs> uh, the second question is, you know, why do we design games? And... When would we stop designing games, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's start with the first thing there. Like okay. I said, you may kind of drift into the second. It's hard sure. not to.
2: Okay. Uh. So why why do I design games? Um. I, there's a lot of reasons. Um. I, number one in my head is that I like I like solving puzzles. Not not so not in like I like assembling a puzzle, but I I like. I like seeing individual components uh, in front of me. Uh, I like looking at those components and trying to understand how they fit together. And co- I'm using components as a generic term, right? Um, I, I like uh, looking at those different components and trying to understand what they are and how they work and then trying to assemble them into something that that works. Uh, works as a greater than than the sum of its parts, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of, of my day job and in, in what I do not to get into that stuff but it's it's a lot of looking at systems and looking at 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 things and understanding how those pieces work together And, and and in that case it's a lot of problem solving and that's the part of my job that i really really enjoy a lot uh and and so game design for me is another outlet or another angle on that kind of puzzle solving or problem solving um uh Secondary to that uh, are are you know more more social things like you know I I like spending time with friends and family and and that's a way to do that without you know watching watching TV um, or, or or it's it's a way to, to be more engaged I feel like with those people and and I like that as as an experience um, it, it's it's a way to, it's a way to interact with people on a level outside of just let's sit in the room uh, and and. You know, be together, and there's nothing wrong with that, of course. You know, I, I'm not a sports guy, so so I don't care about sitting get, sitting down and watching the game. Uh, this is not my thing. I like to I like to spend time with people that I care about in a different way. You know, in a way that I think uh, the can can add a different kind of fun to that experience. Um, and, and so I think a step out from that is that as we've continued to do this, and we've uh, we've we've grown, we've we've. It, it, gaming has helped me make a lot of new friends, and make a lot of new connections. And and um, games are fun for me. I I said before that I'm just not I'm not a solo game player. You know, and and that's not I I I don't think those games are bad, but it's just not my preferred play to, way to play games. Right. And um, so it's another opportunity to to meet people and have fun with people and and um. It facilitates that, and then the idea of if I can if I can solve a puzzle if I what if I can create a puzzle and then solve that puzzle and then present it to to other people and help as as a puzzle that they can solve in a way right uh, and that helps them have those same develop those same connections with people um, that's a really cool thing and that that is rewarding for me uh, to to think about it that way I mean. I don't know how successful I've been at that, but it's a nice idea and something that that I hold on to with that. So I guess I probably did answer part of that second question there, huh? What was uh, what
0: the was second this? question was what would make you want to stop? Oh, I'm so sorry. Now, yeah. Okay. I don't think
2: you did. No, I didn't. All right. Anyway, but yeah, so what
0: about you? So for me, I like to um in my history, I've always done something creative where I can m- make something like i want to create an experience and put it out there in the world for other people to to experience right like here's this thing experience it on your terms and and see what it does for you right and um you know i've tried that with with films with with writing with all sorts of different stuff and games are one of the things that really hit for that because uh like you i'm a problem solver i like solving problems and uh and when you design a game, it has nothing but problems, right? I mean, it's ninety-nine problems every time, right? Every time, uh, and I think that's that's what I love about it and what I hate about it, right? Um, it, it's funny because you know we you you mentioned your job, and I know in my previous job there was a lot of problems to solve. There were a lot of puzzles to solve, right? Mm-hmm. But those puzzles weren't engaging to me, <laughs> like um, like like a board game puzzle is, right? Sure. Because I think because it's a puzzle on my terms, um, but uh but for really it's uh, I like the idea of creating something. I think for for a board game why why I, I prefer a board game to over a film as I used to is because uh, films tell a great story right and in board games can tell a story too. Just ask uh, Ignacy. uh he wrote that book board games to tell stories and then mm. I think you like wrote a sequel. But um, I, I think that. Uh, Really, the the big thing for me is, is creating that experience that's like a, a joined experience, right? Like, sure, I, I would gladly design a solo game if, if I had the inspiration for one and could put one out there. I'd be okay with that. Um, but for me, really designing that game where you have a shared experience with others over over the the creative thing that i've put out there like that's that's awesome right Like i love that Mm -hmm. um i love to be able to to kind of give that experience to other people um and i think for me that's you know that's one of the biggest um one of the biggest pieces that's fun for me is Mm -hmm. you know getting to see players play something and seeing that moment where they get it where they get it and you're like okay this is good and they feel clever and they yeah you know, I, there's there's nothing better as a game designer than seeing someone play your game and seeing that moment where they're suddenly like, "Oh, yeah, wow, oh, this is good. This is tricky." Yeah. Like that's cool. Um, I love love that. Um, so I think for me, that's one of the main driving reasons why I I I make games. Um, you know, the shared sense of community and collaboration is another big one. Um, you know, working with Neil on this last game has really kind of got me excited about designing games again. Um, Not that I wasn't excited, but like it's a different kind of excited, right? Having a weekly meeting, always being accountable to like, I'm going to keep working on this game. There are other people counting on me, right? Um, That is, that's good. I guess, and tell me, I think you would agree with this, but as a designer, one of the hardest parts and one of the things that gets me the most down is when you're working on something, and you're thinking, this this game will never go anywhere. No one's going to play this game. No one's going to get excited about this game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The, now, when I, I... Sure, I mean, any game that I make a prototype of, you at least will probably play it, right? Um, but that's not... You're not an audience, right? Sure. <laughs> you're another yeah, yeah, designer yeah. who's giving an opinion yeah. on a game. Um, and hey, that could be a good opinion. That could be, oh, I really like this. Or that could be, oh, this is my favorite. And that's okay. Um, but, you know the The cool thing about the co design has been that even if there's never that shared experience beyond there, there's that shared experience in working on the game sure um, and that feels really good because it kind of mirrors the experience that you have when you're when you're giving that game to someone else right to mm-hmm. to play um so yeah i think I think those are the main things that keep me designing games um. You know what I, I I like I like the legacy aspect of it too. I'm not gonna lie. I like the idea that that we're putting something out there that will exist, right? That mm. will exist beyond us, right? And it gets okay. board games, so they have a short they have a short life, right? But like yeah. but but the copies still exist and they're still out there. And you know, fifty years from now, somebody can still find a copy of a game you were a part of. Sure. Crack the box open, read the rules, and play it, right? And that's that's cool that you've got something that could keep keep giving right Mm -hmm. um you know you make a movie. eventually you know you can't won't be able to watch dvds anymore right or whatever Mm -hmm. uh they are uh at the time you know whether it was making something on vhs right uh so but with with a board game the physical will not go away unless it goes away right deteriorates out um so yeah, I think that's I think those are the big things for me. I, I'll be honest because I wanted to be on the level playing field with you. I didn't put a lot of thought into it ahead of time because I was like, I could ask myself this question ahead sure. of time and really yeah, analyze yeah. it, but that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted it to kind of be fresh. So okay. well, so then what would make you stop? Um, I th- I think I said before in the podcast that if somebody said, um, you will never get a game published ever again, no matter how hard you try. That might do it for me, only because um, I feel like at that point that I know that the that it's it's never going to those shared experiences are never going to fully happen. Right? Mm. I can I can put a game together and I can play it with friends and they can like it, they can not like it. Um, we can have that experience together, and that's one thing. But but the idea of being able to put something out that you know. The people that I don't know can play right and move on with like mm-hmm. I love that um but I know the thing that would absolutely make me stop designing is if it stopped being fun right um if if designing games became more stressful than it is fun mm-hmm. then I would definitely stop designing games um and I know that because I've had jobs that when they became too stressful and not fun I stopped doing those sure. jobs <laughs> yeah. yeah so and that's cool right I mean that's Um, you know, that's that's how we do stuff. So, so yeah, I think that, um, as long as it's a positive outlet for me, Mm. I will continue to do it. Um, you know, I, I I I guess the sad thing could be too, that eventually it could just, just kind of fall off my radar. Um, uh, that, that's a little, it's a little harder to think about. Right. I mean, I go to like four conventions a year, so I could slowly scale that back. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not like when I used to play certain games and every week I went on a weekly game night to play like that specific game and then I stopped doing that, right? That was one thing to stop doing. Yeah. But, you know, the idea of not going to Gen Con after, gosh, this year will be 16 years, I think. I mean, after that, that's crazy, right? Like, did It'll you think be, that I would just stop? Be so, 14 for me this year. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's pretty crazy, the idea no. that just be 13 for me 13, this year. 13, yeah. Yeah. So... So anyways. Yeah, what sure. about you?
2: Uh well, yeah, uh, yeah, the the fun thing, right? If it stops being fun, that's that's huge. And and so why would it stop being fun? Um well, I I think I said last week this is something I've been struggling with where where the business part of it keeps keeps interrupting the fun of the design part of it for me, and that's really been weighing heavily on me for the last 4 months, let's say. Um, it's been really difficult for me to, to stay motivated and stay interested, um, and and it, 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 yeah, it, so yeah, uh, I guess that's, that's kind of basically just my answer. If it stops being fun, if if the business, if all the, the stuff that I don't like about doing this um, keeps getting in the way of the fun, if that if that keeps up, then then. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I might not be doing this, this time next year. Um, and, and that, and I'm still trying to pull myself out of that right now. And, and I think part of that might also be why, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to, to unpub this year. Um, and I'm okay with that decision. I think, I mean, it's definitely not in the budget. And that's when I've said that to people before, that's not a lie. We also just bought a car this week. Right. So, you know, (laughs) finances being what they are. Um, if i was more excited about it right now i i probably my wife and i probably would have talked about it more and and we might have tried to find the room and the budget for me to go but i think i think i'm okay with not going because because unpub for me is as much a business event as it is a social event and i just i just right. don't have the energy for the business right now
0: and and i actually i i think you're wrong i think unpub is more of a business event than a social event Um, only because when you go to Gen Con, right? Mm -hmm. You go to Gen Con, there's Gen Con, right? There's all of that. Origins, there's all of that. Then there's the business side and there's the playtesting side, right? But even playtesting with your friends feels like business in pub. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. Because to me, there's no justification for
2: Unpub if it's not business that's right? you're right that's why you go to unpub because you want to get some business done you're right right yeah even if it's not if even if you're not going to actually sell your game you're getting your game better prepared to sell mm-hmm. theoretically yeah so yeah that's a good point so so i think maybe that's why i'm not feeling it with unpub uh and why i'm not why why i don't care that i'm not going right right because i think i'm ready to, to step away from the business part of it so much um uh, and and I'll talk about some more stuff uh, next week. It got, I've got a topic lined up for next week to kind of talk about some more thoughts I have around that. Uh, and 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 but I don't want to
0: right. Yeah. Here's a, so here's a question for you: Would you loving designing? Yeah. And hating the business. Right. But you, what you have is something unique with with a smaller group of game designers, which is you have the ability to design a game, mm-hmm. do your art, do your layout, put it on the game crafter, right? Mm-hmm. At no cost to you, really. <laughs> Um, other w- than time. I would argue that anybody has that ability. You have the ability to do it and make it look good enough to be proud of it. Okay. So um, I, I I would not make a game that I felt like looked good enough to be proud of it. Okay. Um, so let, let's say... He, that aside, okay. that comes easy to you. That kind of stuff comes okay. easy to you and is fun. Okay, You yeah. make me piece together artwork, that's not fun. Like <laughs> okay. I hate that more than you hate sure. the business side sure. of things. All right, so fair. being one of those people, would you ever consider just saying, I'm going to keep designing games to put them on Game Crafter, printing a few copies off, selling them here and there, having fun with it? Like, is that something you would consider? I think I have said that I would do that in the past, and, and that's that's you know that's another point
2: of frustration for me because in the past I I was kind of in a role there where I was getting at least one game up on GameCrafter every year for the first few years of us doing that, and I really enjoyed that, and and I found that really rewarding. And I haven't done that in at least two years now, and it and it I and I feel that I feel like I haven't finished anything, and that is frustrating. That I like to see I like to see that that thing through. Even if it if see it through is not on store shelves, right? Right. If if, if seeing it through means I am done with this game and it, and I am comfortable giving it to other people and I think that they will be be able to have a good time with it, and and I haven't I haven't gotten something there in a while, right? The last right. the last two things that I got I've gotten there with I mean uh, well certainly with with unpub last thing or excuse me with, with a Game Crafter it was um, Eight Arms to Hold You, uh, which people were able to 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 touch for a few months and (laughs) then and then i sold it to to card lords um and and hopefully i'll be back to that i don't i'm not sure what the expected ship date is i think sometime later later this spring um april may something like that i believe Don't, don't quote me on that builders um when that hits again that'll be nice likewise with simple surgery right that is supposed to be out sometime this this summer um hopefully in time for gen con we'll see um so I'll be back to that, but what that what what that will mean is that those are two games that I I was really excited about and felt like yeah I'm good with this this is a this is a great thing that people are going to play two years ago, right?
0: Well, the same thing happened to you for Abandoned Ab- 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 Ab-
2: Monster Master Tea party. party, right? Yeah, yeah, so. and, and Saloon Tycoon. It wasn't as, as long a delay, right? But but. Um,
0: uh, that uh, was never on Gamecrafter, was it?
2: No, 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 that's true, right.
0: So I was met games that you actually right. legit were sold on Gamecrafter. Crafter and then I was you finished, were done yeah. Right,
2: and then they were suddenly unfinished before right. they got finished again, yeah. And that, that has been, that's kind of torn at my heart in some ways. And, I, and I'm not being critical of Card Lords, I'm not being critical of the publisher who has simple surgery. In, oh, in no, 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 right. just, no, no, no,
0: it's you, just, you made it, like, it's catharsis, right? Like, for yeah. you, that is catharsis. You make the game, you put it on Game Crafter, yeah. you feel good about it. Right somebody wants to buy it of course we are not going to turn that down no, because no. that is you know i mean that's money for you to use to continue your hobby right um yeah. i just thought that was yeah, yeah so um uh
2: yeah it's it's an interesting thing to think about um, it is yeah we should probably not do any more of these deep soul searching conversations for a few for at least a couple more weeks okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was trying to make this one positive, and you
1: yeah. somehow dragged it down. I did it. Way well, to go!
0: That's because that's just like it. That's kind of where my I was where trying my to head's... help you remember why you enjoy uh, this. I Rob. appreciate
2: that, right? Yeah, and I'm I'm trying. I'm also trying to get myself out of that funk, and it's I've been struggling with it all
0: winter. Uh, I, honestly, I really yeah. have. I, I mean, I've been there, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we the I think the the biggest thing that makes me feel good about those times are you and I have never been in those times at the same time Thank which is goodness. Really fortunate thank fortunate because we'd be like we're out of this podcast business uh, guys <laughs> yeah. thank goodness um, all right i should we should we should move on yeah picture game picture game so so funny story about this game funny story i whipped this game up <laughs> it's to so to, funny to, no, no 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 this is why it's funny uh, for the last recording and then we ran out of time yeah uh and I have a look at it since,
2: so, <laughs> it's, so it's funny. funny. It's going to be great because <laughs> uh,
0: because I don't really remember what this game was trying to do. All right, so here's the here's this game. It's got no theme. Uh, it's got no theme. Okay. Um, but here is the idea. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're just making this. Take it's so long funny. Around. You're not being helpful. All right. All right. <sighs> so the point of this game is this grid. There's a I grid on the piece of paper. Inspired by Rob. There's a grid on the piece of paper. The grid is seven by 10 seven by seven 10 by grid. Ten. all right the first space though in the seven by 10 grid has numbers uh so yep. in the column space one blank two blank three okay. and those are the four starting positions right that's along the seven yeah so here is the the point of the game okay you are trying to get to the opposite side okay of the game so it's okay? a racing game kind of kind of so it's a racing game um uh, the way it starts out, though, is the, the board is populated, all of these spaces, including the ones in between, are all populated with six different types of materials, okay? Uh, and there are 11 of each of them randomly on the board. I mean, it's preset, but it, it'll be spaced in a way that will make even Matt Loomis say it's balanced. Um, Trust me, guys, right. it'll be balanced. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then you've got these these disks, uh these discs uh with symbols on them and the symbols on them are the six materials okay and on one side it's the good material on the other side is an x right it's material x no no like it's like it's broken like like so basically like it's an evil material no like it doesn't work like you're trying to. so think of it as this you are trying to cross a rickety boardwalk okay let's say that right Uh uh-huh you're trying to get to the end of the rickety boardwalk, and and okay. it, there's an X on one of the one of the. I really, we're running out of time here. You're just really <laughs> not helping. You're not helping at all. All right. <laughs> so your you, you your your ship came up to the end of this pier, okay. right? This, yeah. this long boardwalk. Got it. And you're trying to race to the end, okay? Uh, because there's something at the end. I, I haven't gotten that far, but sure. But the mechanically, I, I do think there's something that's fun here. Okay. So um, so all the spaces randomly covered with these six different. Uh, things, but that's like potential. Like wood would fit in this slot, right? Um, but it doesn't. But right now, it's still open. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I heard it. I heard yeah, it. Right. I heard Look, it. I wasn't gonna call it. I heard it. You, you smiled, and right. then I heard it. <laughs> so, um, so here's how it works. Um, in a two-player game, you, so you're going to be given the the same amount of the same amount of tokens of a um a mixture of the materials an even number right um and in a two-player game you're each going to have um uh no sorry in a four-player game you're just gonna have two stacks in front of you of six tokens each right (laughs) so on one side it has the material on the Uh. other side it has an axe that or or some like it's basically a broken material we'll say right um and everybody starts with the exact same stack yes but they're shuffled so so it's randomized um in a three player in a three-player game you would have eight in each stack. And then at a four player game, you would have twelve in each stack, right? Basically you have enough to cover to almost cover the board. Okay. Okay. Um so on your turn, your goal is going to be to um to either move or place. Um place, move, and then uh and then, oh yeah. So everybody on their turn would place and then move as far as they could move, mm-hmm. which basically what that would mean is as far as was built out in front of you, a path you can find where you can move orthogonally. Um, so you know, yeah, uh, you can move as far as you can uh, in that line. Now, when you're when you're placing, you're gonna you're gonna look at the two stacks you have, and you're going to take one of those tiles and you're gonna place it either in a in a spot. You're going to place it in an open spot, right? So let's say it's steel, right? So I've got steel. I'm going to place that steel somewhere in one of these spaces on the board, on an empty space, open, yeah. And I'm going to either place the steel that you can walk across, or I'm going to place the broken version that now is blocking people from crossing it. Okay. Okay. Once that's there, it can't be removed. Um, the only rule is you cannot create a way, a path where no one could get through, right? Um. And, uh, something else to say that was really important. What was it? It was super important too. Oh yeah. So then there's cards too, right? So the way the cards work are at the beginning of the game, there is in these, in the columns in specific columns on the board, right? Uh, cards will get flipped over and placed and the card will have an arrow pointed to that column and it's going to say something specific about that column. For instance, um steel cannot be placed in this column. Even though there are steel slots in that column or steel spaces, you can't put steel there. Um, or things like the first person to cross this triggers this event to happen, right? Um, which may be positive, may be negative, right? Um, probably negative though. So basically it's a race across a, fa- a failing, like fall- a boardwalk that's falling apart, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, board. It's a, it's a terrible theme, I get it. But mechanically... It's a simple way to have a race across the place while you're building the racetrack as you go and also demolishing, you know, guaranteeing that certain places will stay demolished. So you're trying to make it so that your opponents will not be able to go anywhere while you will be able to go places. Um, And there's no way you can, once something bad is put down, there's no way you can get rid of it. Right now, no. Okay. Um, But if I have steel, for instance, if I have a, a, a piece of steel... And there are no steel spaces left on the board. Steel becomes wild, and I can put it in any empty slot. Okay. So, so every
2: oh, maybe I missed this. So every square on the board has a preferred material. Yes. Okay. So if if there's steel there, I can't. If it says steel, I can't put stone right. unless every other stone slot is filled already. Right.
0: And then and then you could because that's just to make it so the game does not get stuck. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But also it's powerful because maybe I put a stone in a place. You know, knowing that I've got some left because I know what the balance is that I'm holding because mm-hmm. I have a perfect balanced stack of, st- of two stacks. Mm. So you always have two choices is the idea. But if I, if I burn through, if there's stack one and stack two, if I burn through stack one and the game is still going, now I just have stack two. So I only have one option every turn. Okay. So you're kind of balancing those two options of not always wanting to pick from the same one if you can avoid it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. So yeah. Um... And so you
2: can either you can either place a token or you
0: can move your guy correct, and when you move, you can move as far as you can possibly move so you know if if you if there were four spaces in front of you that you could move on, you can do that mm. um so okay. right okay so if if you've got a you've built a bridge and I can put something that connects where I am to your bridge, then boom, I can move across that as well, yeah so yeah
2: yeah it seems like there should be some way to mess with the placement of those things or or apply an effect to somebody so they can't walk on steel and that guy can't walk on stone and or something you know? yeah
0: yeah 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 seems like you'd need some some stuff like actually that. what would be fun about that would be um to have a secret thing that you can't do so like secretly, I can't walk on stone right mm-hmm. and if there' are six ma- oh actually that's pretty cool so there's six materials right. Uh, oh, I love that. So there's six materials. We each have a, a reason we can't use one of those materials, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. So I have to pay, I want to pay attention to Did I see Rob go on steel? Um, did I see him go on stone? You know what I mean? That sort of yeah. thing. And you could stop short to try and freak someone out. Like, yeah. oh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop there, right? Like, oh, he can't go on stone. I'm going to put another stone here. And they're like, ah, <laughs> I can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to write that down. I like that. Okay. I don't know that I'm even going to ever do anything with this, but... Sure. History says probably not. Probably not. Okay.
2: Hmm. Trying to think also about a theme for that, because, yeah, your boardwalk thing is terrible.
0: Oh, I know, I know. I was just trying to give you an idea yeah, off yeah, the top yeah. of my head. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, it might work as an abstract, and you wouldn't even need steel and stone and, and wood. You might just do spades and hearts and... And things right
0: yeah I mean I want something that looks a little like you're moving forward but I mean like things like you know a crumbling bridge or something so it's the Bifrost it's the Bifrost the rainbow bridge the rainbow is crumbling bridge. and you're trying to get to Midgard from Asgard that's that's it Actually, that is a uh, not a good idea no but is that is that um really a bad idea <laughs> what I'm saying is is that open uh what is it what? What's mythology and what's Marvel? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Not I'm pretty sure. sure the Bifrost and all of that is all probably. So
2: I, yeah. I, I think I'm pretty sure the Rainbow Bridge is a thing. Yeah, um, yeah, is a real thing from mythology, but the rest
0: of it I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Cool. That was all. So, okay. um, I, this was me trying to explore the idea of you getting two options every turn, Yeah. and those options are randomized. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you would do with those. Sure. So um, this actually started as me trying to use uh, those mechanics I showed you from that one little game that I liked. Yeah. Um, this turned into something different. I still plan on using that mechanic for something else, but okay. uh, uh, which I'll pitch at a later date. Mm-hmm. But for now, yeah. Okay. It was kind of a fun experiment. Well, cool.
2: All right, that's going to do us then for t- this evening. Well, so except
0: for we have some questions. Oh, we have some questions. We did start a little late. So we did, we got You're some, right. uh, uh what is the difference from Nate darty uh, Good frustration versus bad frustration in a player experience Give your quick information on that. Good frustration versus bad frustration right uh,
2: Good frustration is um I have I have three or more options and they all would be good so which one do I think is the best? Um, bad frustration is I have four options and they all suck because there's no way I'm gonna win this game.
0: Right. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Good job. Next one. I'll answer this one because I know what we both think about it. This is from Keith. Um, with Cardboard Edison going on, what are your thoughts on design contests? Have you participated in them? Good, bad, blah, blah, blah. So here's oh here's our line about this. Um, contests, uh, in general, uh, we are not fans of. But if Cardboard Edison is doing the contest, as they do every year, I would say everyone who's interested should sign up for that because they are amazing. You know, because they do it right. Because yeah. because yeah. they they
2: bring judges together. Uh, they pick they, Number one, they pick good judges. They bring them together as much as possible and get them in the room playing these games together. Uh, they take the time to think about the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 yeah. And it's not just a show. They don't do it for a show. They do it... To try and celebrate games yes. and, and
0: celebrate uh, good
2: designs, and Chris um,
0: and Suzanne are good at everything they do, and they always have the best people helping them. Right, um, true story. Yeah,
2: uh, we've both been involved in other contests before that were that were poorly managed, were um, poorly run, poorly, poorly run. Uh, you yeah. know, were were slapped together. Uh, uh, that were done not to not to celebrate the people in the contest, but to advertise for the people putting the contest together. Right, right. Which is and, the
0: best reason to do a contest.
2: Yeah. um, And,
0: yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of participating in contests. I do it as little as possible. Right. Me too. So, yeah. so. Um, that said, uh, I did appreciate the contest that um, Tagmire has done with Button Shy. I did a lot of those and they were fun. Oh, I even yeah. got, like, finalists in one of them. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Those are, um, you're submitting small games which is nice, right? Yeah. It's not tons and tons and tons of time you have to put into a huge submission process. He makes it fun and simple. So I would also say that if you have 18-card game ideas and the Buttonshine does contest, you should enter those. Because
2: because he's doing that because he wants to find games to publish. Right, right. right that's why And like some
0: that. other contests, he will actually publish the game right. that he says he's going to publish. Exactly. So. All right. This is from James Myers. It says, Your daily reminder that playing published games in advance of reviewing them isn't playtesting. And by calling it that, you're taking away of the importance of actual playtesters who make your games better before they get published. Uh, so basically saying reviewers, stop saying I'm playtesting this game because you're actually reviewing the game after playing it. Yep. Uh, yeah. I didn't know this was a problem, but that's stupid. Don't yeah, do that. It, it is a problem.
2: I, I agree with him. Um. Yeah. I've talked about this. We, we have talked about this where words matter, right? And that's one of the situations yeah. where words matter. Yes. Yep
0: um matt riddle says he hates all the games you design uh but then he said he's actually never played them so you know, uh neither of those things are true. no
2: i know that he, i know that he played saloon tycoon and he hated it so
0: oh really oh yeah. good for him
2: i'm pretty sure he did <laughs> um uh at least i know that ben did i think i think ben and matt played it together and, and they, they didn't, didn't like it. it they didn't like it yeah yeah well yeah.
0: But no, I I'm, i have no excuse for Ben. Ben's that Ben. Hey, come on, man.
2: No, I I'm thankful they gave me
0: honest their honest opinion. That's that's the best I could hope for. Right. You know. It's possible, yeah, that it's cuz I didn't like their racing game one time. Sorry guys. <laughs> Don't like, take it out on gonna... Rob, you <laughs> jerks. <laughs> he probably didn't even remember that was me. All right. Voicemail from Mr. Nate Darty. All right.
1: Hey guys, it's Nate. Uh I've probably got a couple of different comments. I've been sort of saving them up i'm calling in the middle of listening to episode 346 and just had a couple of thoughts uh jason you just mentioned las vegas on the episode and i actually just played that with some new people over the weekend as well and it's still a darn fun game and i don't know why anybody would ever play our yahtzee after playing las vegas but we are also talking about I think I could make a little expansion to to Las Vegas, you know, add in some extra cards that weren't just money, but maybe, you know, I don't know, jewelry or whatever it is, but then if you win that card, you get an extra or a special power in the next round, like the ability to re-roll one die or I don't know, swap tra- uh money with somebody else or something like that. But anyway, I just thought it was an interesting idea that a friend of mine mentioned and I thought was kind of cool. And, uh, the other one was, Oh, Hanabi. So we replayed Hanabi, uh, with my wife and her cousin. And the first time we played it, yeah, we did the usual sort of cheating cause it's hard not to cheat. But then we decided to play like strict. We only ta- the only time you were even allowed to talk was to give a clue and you had to do it in a sort of monotone, straightforward way with no hints. Um, and it actually was really interesting. We didn't get to finish the game because the kids woke up and all that, but, um, it was, it added this whole level of tension and you couldn't game or anything. Uh, so you had to make your decisions on your own. It was, it was actually a really cool experience and, and worth trying. So just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, Talk to
0: you later. Bye. Ah, those are good thoughts, Nate. I actually think doing some sort of set collection thing with uh, Las Vegas could be interesting. I would say make that the core of like, make that an expansion where that's what you're doing.
2: Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I mean, you could, you could easily connect that to the kinds of stuff that you could win in a casino, like a car, you know, or, you know, comp your room or, you know, start with free drinks. You could do, you could do fun stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's a neat idea. Use the same core mechanic, But yeah, yeah. Turn it into a set collection uh, uh, versus just uh, highest highest amount of money. Um, Yeah, that'd be neat. Where you know everything has a base value, but if you win three cars, then then you get a bonus for that or something. Um, Right. Yeah, it's a neat idea. It would change what people are going for too. It would. Yeah. All right. One more here. Okay.
3: BCG, the near expert. What's going on? All right. So the day after my last message. And as I said, I'm trying to keep you date agnostic. So there is a game out there. There's an app. It's called Terra Genesis. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to pause recording. When you go on your phone, I'm going to download this app, Terra Genesis. And then uh play it for a little while. And then come back and tell the, the listeners how much they should be playing Terra Genesis. I mean, it's a pretty awesome game. It's pretty great. I've almost, well, I, I don't know, actually, I don't know what I've almost got done, but I'm still just working on Mars, and whew, it's amazing. Long story short, when you download the game, you start with Mars, and you have to terraform it. It's like terraforming Mars, the app, but it's all based off of scientific facts, where the, the the developer tries to keep it as factual as possible. So I know you guys talk about science fiction and stuff like that on the show a lot, Blah blah blah. I've been playing this game a ton. It's kind of a time sink. At the same time, it's really not. You can do it for like 20 minutes and then, you know, leave it alone and come back. But uh, I would start with the um, I think it's Terra Mass as a, as a, as opposed to the Bio. I don't know. There's there's two there's two states and I think that the uh, the Mass state is the better one to start with cause it's like a little less complicated. It helps your brain get in there. But anyways, Terra Genesis check
0: it out all, all right I saw, Thank, yeah i downloaded it i've been playing it for for seven hours now i'm just kidding <laughs> uh we'll check that out
2: yep we're gonna try Terra Genesis uh t-e-r-r-a-g-e-n-e-s-i-s-t-r-e-e-a genesis yeah <laughs> there you go um okay yeah thanks len Right. Um we had another voicemail from you, but the audio came through poorly. Yeah, so we, yeah. we uh we got about uh, you know a few seconds into that and decided to scrap it. So,
0: so sorry about that.
2: Hopefully that was good. Um anything else?
0: No, 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 no. That's enough? No 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 no. Okay. podcast why is it when I do that I like wave my hands like I am scratching records? What, 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 I don't Does it help me? Like, it, let me, let me like, let me, like Homer Simpson does. Let that. me try it without a What, what, It's the same. It's listeners. Could you tell what time I was in doing? I am sure they couldn't. I bet they couldn't. It yeah. was the same.
2: All right. It's the visual though of the, the you know the fake yeah. waving your 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 hands spread out right fully f- yeah. fingers fully extended, yeah. waving back and forth in front of you horizontally. <laughs> yeah. It's. Thanks everybody for listening to the show. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to gmail.com. You can call our Google Voice number at 770 TellBTG. btg uh, You can follow us on Twitter at PodcastBTG. Jason is at JASlingerlin. I am at Poorly Underscore Design. Uh, like us in places and give us good reviews by my games from the Game Crafter. Uh, and uh, that's going to be it for tonight. So good night. We'll see you next week. Good night. Hey!
3: Yeah! Watch out! Watch out! Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and poorly designed studios. All ideas presented by Robin Jason are the property of the Building the Game podcast. We sure hope you'll join us again soon. Until next time, dial 770 Tell btg Please don't use the email.